Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. Good evening, everybody. Good to see you again. Welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. We're going to get to Kristen's prayers in just a moment. But first, I want to talk to you tonight about crucifying the flesh. And this is, after all, a prayer ministry. But the goal here is not just for Kristen and I to pray for you, but for those prayers to actually get answered, right? Well, one of the big barriers to prayers being answered is a failure to crucify the flesh. Jesus says, if anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. In Galatians, we're told, now those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. In other words, you can't serve two masters. You can't serve the flesh and the spirit, okay? You can only serve one or the other, and the flesh can drive the spirit away. Crucifying the flesh means putting aside impulses and desires and behaviors that we know are wrong and that want to be fed. It's an appetite, and we have to starve it out, okay? And it's a million different things for a million different people. It could be as simple as gossiping. We heard something about someone else, and we have this juicy rumor, and we can't wait to tell it. Well, you wouldn't want someone to do that to you, so maybe you need to crucify that desire. Maybe it's a problem you have with lust, okay? Maybe you've been conditioned to look at women like objects, or maybe you've been conditioned to behave like an object. Both of those are very common these days. Maybe you have an anger problem. Maybe you're hanging out with people you know you shouldn't who get you, who get you to compromise yourself. Maybe you need to be more patient with people who are really annoying, which is something I have to crucify, okay? Or here's another one I'm familiar with. Maybe you're hypercritical of other people. That is something I've had to work on. As a lawyer, I'm designed to find flaws in things. I'm designed to find mistakes in people's arguments. And I have to be very careful that that doesn't bleed into being critical of other people unnecessarily. And in fact, I'll go one step further. I am especially good at arguing with people and winning and thinking of really witty comebacks. And one of the hardest things for me to do when I'm really going up against somebody and they're maybe kind of getting nasty with me is to restrain myself from saying that really clever comeback, from repaying evil with evil, Because I know I would just devastate that person. And that's precisely why I can't say it, right? Because God's goal in life is not for me to win every argument, which a lot of times is really just feeding my own pride. His goal for me is to win souls and to build people up instead of tearing them down. So that's something I have to crucify and I have to do it on a daily basis. In fact, Jesus said, take up your cross daily and follow me. So we won't get to a point where there's no cross to carry. My point is we all have things. We all have areas of improvement. We're not perfect people, not me, not Kristen, not anybody, but we are all people being perfected and we have to yield to that process, not resist it. And yielding to that process means yielding these fleshly desires, laying them at the feet of Christ and saying, God, I'm giving this up. God doesn't ask for blood sacrifices. Jesus was the ultimate blood sacrifice, but he does ask us to sacrifice all these things that are standing in the way of our own improvement, coming into communion with him and growing the family of Christ. And what you'll find when you do that is you're not really giving up anything that you'll want to keep. That's the enemy's lie. You're actually just giving up things that are holding you back that you don't want in the first place. It's not really a sacrifice at all. It's not like giving up something good 
but rather giving up something bad to get something even greater so that God can bless you more and, and do so abundantly. In fact, I'll tell you exactly what it is. It's really giving up counterfeit money so that God can give you diamonds. That's what it is. So my message for you tonight is if you want to come into the full blessings of God, which I'm assuming is why you're watching the show in the first place, you need to crucify the flesh. All right. That's my message for you tonight. Very good. Very Kristen, good. It my dear. A very humble man to admit his weaknesses. So very humble, Jordan Records. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> all right, Kristen. Well, listen, do me a favor and please, you know, lead all these people in prayer. And, uh, you know, I, I know that everybody who's watching this show has an area of prayer and, and we don't get to them all specifically. But yeah. I know that just by praying with you in the spirit, a lot of people are helped. So please uh, lead them in that. Amen. Amen. Lord, I just sense tonight, like Jordan said, Lord, we, we just crucify that flesh. And that means so many different things to so many different people. But God, there's a lot of people who are, I, I sense frustration. I mean, they're frustrated because of what's going on with this virus. They had plans, they had things or just personal plans that may have been kind of, uh, kind of diminished, not just because of the virus, but different things going on in life or the life interrupted, so to speak, Lord. Um, and your ways are not our ways. So I, I just pray, Lord, with, with all of those who are feeling in particular frustrated, hurt, upset, angry, um, disappointed, uh, depressed, any of those things that are not from you, God, we know uh, that your voice, when we quiet our souls, Lord, instead of just running uh, like a hamster on a wheel, Lord, when we quiet our souls before you, God, then your voice can rejuvenate us. Many, many of your people, Lord, are weary. They're weary of, of situations and, and they have real needs, Lord. And, and they just need your power, God. God, it, you, you are not a stranger to those needs and to those people, God. And you are not I feel like someone tonight needs to hear this. God is not folding his arms. You have this picture in your head that God is folding his arms to you and your need. And the enemy wants you to think that. God wants you to know he's never folded his arms. He's never turned his back on you. His arms, his hands are open to you. And he's saying, what do you need me to do for you? What do you want me to do for you? We need to listen to his voice because Satan's voice rushes us and, and is disorder and chaos and confusion and disappointment and, and, and just everything that, that causes us to be upset could even cause physical repercussions, not, let alone um, emotional ones, can even cause physical health problems. But God's voice, when we sit and listen to God, when we listen to God's voice, it calms us. It gives us hope and energy and whom the sun sets free is free indeed. And a man may plan things in his heart, but the Lord determines his steps. The Lord has a purpose for you. And see, and you, you're thinking that your purpose is done. It wasn't the way you wanted it to be. It didn't end the way. The story is not over. In fact, you're just seeing one little piece and God is already seeing down the road and he has the better, the better plan for you. So you're stuck. Don't be stuck in this moment. Move on and, and accept God's better plan for your life, his better vision for you. He's got it all figured out and tied up in a bow. He's got that better plan, but you got to listen to his voice. 
Lord, break idols tonight. Break, break anger. Break frustration. Break depression. Break things that break insecurity, Lord. Break, break things that we that, break things from childhood that people have held on to. Break places, the Lord, that that may be terrible places, but they're actually places that the enemy uses as comfort to us, God, and idols of comfort, Lord, and and break those things, Lord. It's not enough just to say, you know, I, I think of your righteous, your righteous anger, Lord, with these idols in our lives, Lord. We don't need to just say, oh, take it a little bit away. No, I, I just picture that idol, brother and sister, just smashing in a million pieces, completely gone and replaced with God's peace in your life. You have an obsession. You have something that you obsess about. It may be a, have a good intention behind it, but you're obsessing about that and it's become your God. It may be money. It may be, it may be a million different things. It may be your looks. It may be your marriage. It may be your children. It may be anything. But you have to only obsess after God and thirst after him and he will fill all those other needs. Look to him. Because as long as you're stuck there and you're stuck trying to fill that void with things that, that are not going to fill, it's never going to be right. You're always going to be frustrated. You're always going to be in the same place. Let go. Let go and, and trust God to fill your heart and fill your needs. God, just come and just break things. Break break things so we can be filled with you, God. Empty us of things that are not of you and fill us with you, God. Pride, lust, mm. and um, all, all sorts of things, God, that are not your voice. Let your voice just flow through us. Ambition. That, that seeks to be and, and control, that seeks over you, Lord. Lord, some things like success are, are not bad in and of themselves, but when they become more important than God, when they, when they take first priority, anything can become an idol. So God, may you be the one true God of our lives so that we can live in that freedom, that we can live in that place where we run towards you. And like Paul says, I've run the race. Lord, may, we can't run if we're, if we're weighed down by things. We can't run if we're constantly looking behind, if we're constantly condemning ourselves and, and feeling the shame from the enemy. Sister, God did not call you to have that shame on you. God convicts, but he does not condemn. You have been forgiven. If God has forgiven you, why can't you forgive yourself? Forgive yourself. You have to forgive that other person who hurt you. You have to move on from that experience. You have to, you have to just embrace what God has for your future. You can't look back. You can't change things in the past, but you can change your future. And God has, is rewriting your future. God is writing your story right now. And he has, has put his banner of love over you. Thank you, God, that you're coming and anointing us. Anoint our path, God. God, show us the right path. We give everything to you. We don't live in regret. We don't live in fear. We don't live as the enemy has called us to. We live how you have called us to. And we live by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Thank you, Kristen. Great job. Sure. Thanks. All right, guys. Let's go through our specific prayer requests. For those of you watching on video, you can see a bunch of them on the bottom of the screen. We're going to, uh, we've picked a few of them out here. We're going to pray over verbally, but we ask that you join us in agreement for all of the prayers that you see. 
Emmanuel says, brother, pray for a child. In fact, he sent us a picture of this. Uh, he said his leg is cut away with cancer. Brother, it's a Muslim boy. Pray for children. It'll all be glory to God. Well, look, I don't care if the kid's Muslim or he could be anything. Uh, the point is, the Bible says God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. And right. I don't, you know, people like that aren't going to come to Christ if if we don't show them the love of Christ. So, of course, we're going to pray for that person. We're going to, you know, pray in Jesus' name that that cancer is totally rebuked, that he is healed from head to toe, that he is able to, to live a perfectly normal life and to overcome this this horrible injury. And, and like I said, I, I saw the picture of this. I mean, his leg is cut off from at least the knee downward. Yeah. But, Father God, we know that you can raise him up. And we pray that he becomes, he experiences a miracle, that he knows it's from you, that he knows it's from the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that he knows that God had a son, and that his son was Jesus Christ, and he's the Messiah, and that he gives him all the glory and all the honor in Jesus' name. Yes. Preta says, please pray for me. My life is a mess. Every man I get ends up breaking up with me. I'm alone and lonely. Pray for me to get a good job. Thank you, my good people. All right, well, first of all, the men breaking up with you could be a blessing in disguise, and I don't know. A lot of times it's God, op God closing doors that you're trying to open, but it could be the other thing. I don't know. I don't know your situation, all right? So, Father God, we pray that you correct whatever is going on in Priestess's life as far as a situation with men. If she's simply attracting and attracted to the wrong kind of men, then, God, we certainly pray that she crucifies that and gives that up to you. If it's something that, you know, a personality problem where she's just not able to commit or, or something else that's causing these men to get driven away, then we pray you correct that. But Father God, whatever it is, and I don't need to speculate, you know what the situation is. She doesn't want to be lonely. Your word says it's not good for man to be alone. And I imagine that applies to women too. It's clear you've put on her heart a desire to be with someone else. And so, God, I pray, first of all, you fill that desire with your own Holy Spirit, but also that you find her a nice, good Christian man who's going to take care of her and treasure her, and that also that she will take care of as well. We also pray for her to get a good job and for her to be blessed abundantly. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Rosalind says, please pray for my family's safety and also my president of the people in the Philippines. Well, I don't know who the president of the Philippines is off the top of my head. In any event, we're certainly going to pray for him. We're going to pray for that whole country of the Philippines, which is, I think, the where we have our largest following of any one country. I think it's like 10% of our followers are from the Philippines, yeah. which is encouraging because it shows me that there's a good remnant there that wants to rise up and really take over that country for Christ. So, Rosalind, we're praying for a supernatural breakthrough for you, but also for all of the Philippines. We pray that you become a great missionary there, that you become a great light to all the people in the Philippines, and that you bring lots of souls to Christ in Jesus' name. And as long as we're praying for presidents, Sandy says, please pray for President Trump. Well, we pray for President Trump. We pray yes. for leaders of, of both political parties, Republicans and Democrats. We don't discriminate here. We pray that God gives these people wisdom. We know that, God, you have the government in the palm of your hands. So we pray for wisdom for all of our leaders of both political parties, and we pray for more than that, morality and virtue, okay, that, that you know, character matters, and we pray that these people all set a good example in Jesus' name. 
Irene says, please pray for my son to come out of drinking and smoking and drug addiction. Well, those are spirits, and we pray against the spirit of drinking and smoking and drug addiction. Any kind of addiction really is. Yes. And we pray that that's replaced with the spirit of Christ, which is a spirit of control, of self-control. Addiction is the opposite. Addiction is when you're controlled by something else. Okay. And this is the thing that gets me is that, you know, people think that when you become a Christian, you have to give up so much stuff. It's one of the lies, like that Christianity is, is like this criminal code book. It's about like the things you can't do. And it's about the the... the the, the things in life you're going to have to give up. Yeah, you're going to have to give up a lot. You're going to have to give up things like addictions and depression and anxiety and failure. That's what you wind up giving up, okay? The the lie of the enemy is you can do so much more without Christ. Yeah, just like Irene's son here, he got to do a lot more. He got to do a lot of drinking, smoking, and drug addiction, and, and now he's in trouble. So, Father God, look, we know your arm is not too short to reach him. I'm not here to condemn him. I'm just trying to make a point. But, God, there's no condemnation in Christ, just like Kristen prayed. So, Father God, we pray that you reverse the enemy's victory and make it a victory for you. Just send him back to the pit of hell screaming because he's in defeat. In Jesus' name, amen. And we claim, you know, I'm not done. We claim Avnit's soul for Christ. We claim his life for Christ. We That his life, this is not a short life. The, the enemy is not going to get the victory out of this. This is not yeah. going to be some kid who overdoses. It's not going to be some kid who dies in a drunk driving accident or kills someone else or who dies of cancer or something like that that his life will be claimed for Christ. I don't even mean in some prison ministry somewhere. I mean, he's going to just do an about face right now in Jesus' name, okay? And he's just going to be a great prayer warrior for you. And he's going to bring many souls to Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. RJ says, kindly pray for me and my family, financial problems and complete breakthrough from all kinds of failure and negativity working my family in my husband's business, and my children's studies. Also pray for my elderly daughter and his fiance to get a permanent job. May God give us extra favor for their wedding arrangements. Good. I like, I like prayers like this. I like these big prayers. God, we pray over RJ's entire life, her entire family situation, her financial problems for breakthrough of all kinds, an end to failure. You are supposed to be the head and not the tail above and, and not beneath. You are supposed to lend and not borrow. In Jesus' name, that's the plans that you have for us, Father God. So I pray that not only will you bless her abundantly, that you'll you'll bless her so abundantly that other people are going to come to her and ask her for money, just like people send us messages every day asking us for money. In Jesus' name. Here's another one. Thelma, please provide. She, pr she prays for God to provide for her children, for them to eat during this crisis. You know, in the United States, we do a lot of complaining but I haven't seen too many people in the United States starving. And I'm reminded, Thelma, of the verse, I think Paul says it, where he says, I have yet to see the righteous forsaken, know their children, nor their children begging for bread. And so in Jesus' name, your children's stomachs will be filled every morning, every afternoon, and every night. Yes. That they were not going to go hungry. Just like Jesus took the two fish and the five loaves and he fed the multitude and there was plenty left over, I pray for supernatural provision for you and your children that you're not only going to have enough to eat, you're going to have so much left over, you're going to be giving it away to people in Jesus' name. Had a few prayers just come in. Uh, Semi, and I think we've prayed for this person before, says, pray for my compensation case still pending. Well, we, I think we did pray for that. So Semi, we're praying that in. And Keep Father knocking. God, we pray that Good. it's... What's that? I just said it's good that he's keeping knocking and, and he's praying. Knock and ask and seek. That's good. 
Yeah, I mean, Jesus tells that parable of the woman who keeps asking the, the wicked judge to give her justice, and eventually he gets tired of hearing her complain, just says, fine, just go. And, and, and Jesus says, look, if a wicked judge will do that for someone yes. who's persistent, how much more will God uh, reward those who persistently pursue him? But that's the key here, Semi, pursue him. Okay, the compensation case, God will take care of that. Don't pursue the compensation case in prayer. Pursue God in prayer in Jesus' name, okay? All right, Sonia says, well, she says a few things. Let's go with the first one. I'm sad. I have been trying hard with God all my life. I don't know what to do. People treat me badly. I've cared for family and friends. They treat me badly. I'm not a jerk. Well, I should say not. I have done everything I could to be kind, caring, and loving. People have cho chosen to treat me wrong. It hurts badly. Well, Sonia, first of all, I know this, that the enemy repays good with evil, but God repays evil with good. And what I mean by that is that when the enemy steals something from you, when the enemy hurts something like that, God is ready to reward you, okay? I know that these people might not appreciate what you're doing for them, but God absolutely does. Okay, you talk about how you've, you've cared for family and friends. Jesus says, whatsoever you do unto the least of these, so have you done unto me. And so you weren't just doing it for them. When you were ministering to those people, you were actually ministering to Jesus. And that's going to be rewarded abundantly. Okay, I'm sorry. Listen, hey, we all hurt, man. I don't, I don't get up on this show and play super Christian like, oh, you know, sticks and stones will break my bones. I hurt too, so does Kristen. We all have, we all have moments like that, Okay. But when that happens, you got to know that God wants to just wrap his arms around you, okay? I'm not going to say the hurt is the enemy's lie because it's not a lie. You're feeling it. It's real. I get it. But what I need you to feel even more than that is the love of God just wrapping his arms around you and bringing you close to his chest and saying, Sonia, I've seen all the things that you've done, okay? I've seen how you've blessed other people. And what you're going to find out is that God's blessings are going to chase you down and overtake you, okay? That you cannot outgive God. All right. And you're going to be put in a position where you're going to have to keep blessing more and more people in Jesus name. And I pray that you learn to forgive those people. They treat you badly. Maybe what's standing in the way of your blessing right now is you have to forgive them. Okay? And I know it's hard to do that when you hurt. But you know what? The harder it is to do something like that, the greater the reward usually. All right. So give that to God. Lay, lay that down at Christ's feet. Say, God, these people hurt me but I forgive them. And I thank you, God, for the privilege of being able to minister to them and therefore, in, by extension, to minister to you also. And I thank you for that. And I thank you that you're righting the wrongs. I thank you that you're a God of justice and a God of love. And I thank you that, that you've set me apart and you brought me into your kingdom and you just want to love me and I want to love you back in Jesus' name. In fact, Sonia also says she doesn't even drive anymore. Well, it keeps actually going on like this. All right, well, anyway, look. Uh, Sonia, we already kind of, and she's still sending messages. All right. Well, look, we just, you can, you know, we just prayed for you and, and I think it's going to be effective, but you know, you're always welcome to rewatch the episode or re-listen to it on iTunes or whatever, but you really just, you need to take this hurt right now and you need to lay it at the feet of Christ. Okay. Jesus said, the Bible says by his stripes, we were healed. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Jesus went through plenty of pain. He was actually, it actually says he was made a curse so we could be made a blessing. Okay. I know, I know you feel like you're in a lot of pain right now and I bet it, I know it's real to you, but I need you to crucify that for yourself. You can't cling to it. Okay. okay. You have to give it up 
so that you can replace it, so that God can fill you up with his love. All right? Okay. I'm going to give this to you in a second, Kristen, but she just keeps running. Just one of the things. It says, they claim to love God too. Well, if they claim to love God too, then we pray that God just convicts them so that they see the hurt that they're causing you. All right? And I don't know what's going on there. And I don't know if maybe, and I'm not judging anyone here. A lot of times with family and friends, you know, maybe there's something on both sides that has to give. And I don't know what the answer is. Um, all I know is something like this. You really just have to step back and give it to God. All right. So that's my, that's my prayer for you tonight. Kristen, my love. Yes. Do me a favor. All these people need to hear the call to salvation. It's the most important part of the show. All right. Please all, lead all these people. And again, this is not just if you want to, if you want to enter the kingdom of Christ. It's also if you want to rededicate your life, that's really important too. But that's don't forget, if you want to become born again, this is this is not if you die, if you die today, will you go to heaven or hell? Yes, that's important. We definitely want you to become saved so that you know you go to heaven with the rest of us. But it's also about having victory in this life. Okay. The Bible that's actually right. doesn't talk too much about heaven and hell. It talks about this life and having victory in it and how we're supposed to to live today. Okay. And that's what we're really offering you here for free. Okay. We're offering you not just salvation, but we're offering you a, a better life now. So Kristen, please lead all these great people in prayer. Okay. That's right. It's the best decision you'll ever make in your entire life. So follow after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior, and I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, let us know. Definitely comment on the video. Send us a message. And don't forget, if you have a praise report, could be something that a uh, prayer that was answered during the show, that would be awesome. Or a, something that you just want to share a testimony about how God has been so good to you in your life. It's encouraging to us. It's encouraging to other people listening who might be going through the same thing. So please, please share that with us as well. Yeah, we really love to get those. And we're really grateful for all the nice messages that you guys send us. I mean, really, it goes a long way. So thank you very much. All right, guys. Well, look, thanks for tuning in tonight. Again, we ask you to please like and share the video, share the page, invite your friends. It's a very easy way for you guys to fulfill your missionary requirements. Jesus says, you know, we're supposed to preach the gospel to all the nations, and that's what we're doing here. Um, you know, we're based in America, but actually, I think 90% of our followers are in different countries in every inhabited continent on the planet. Okay, the only one we're missing is Antarctica. Maybe someday we'll get one of those. I don't know. But anyway, the point is, guys, please help us spread the word. That's all we're doing here. We're not making money. People tell us we should do that, and I'm not doing it. And the reason is I don't want to compromise um, our, our testimony. I don't want people saying, you know, Jordan and Kristen are just shysters. They don't really believe this. They're just selling something to make themselves rich. Listen, both of us have our own jobs. I'm a lawyer. She's a performer. We both make money. We don't do this for money. We put our money and our time into this. Okay. And all we ask is that you guys kind of help us a little bit and really just, you know, help spread the word of God just by sharing these things. Okay. All right, guys, look, thanks for tuning in again. We really appreciate it. We really appreciate all the support. And as always, we'll see you tomorrow. In the meantime, please be blessed and be a blessing. Bye, everybody.
Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.